Welcome to iHope. We're here to bring encouragement and comfort from the Bible so that you can have a more hope-filled life. We are so glad you joined us here today, and we invite you to embark on this journey of discovery of the power of God's Word and how it can shape our lives each day. So listen in and join us as we explore how the Bible can provide hope and direction in our lives. Well, thank you for leaning in and exploring what God has to say to us about hope from the book of Jeremiah. I've really enjoyed these I Hope podcasts, and I trust they've been a blessing to you as well. If you have your Bible, I want to encourage you to open up to the book of Jeremiah in chapter number 17. We'll be looking over there primarily at verse number 7. hope this will be a blessing to you. Last time we took a little time to give you a little bit of history about the book of Jeremiah and the life of Jeremiah. We saw a little bit of background surrounding what was going on in Judah when Jeremiah was a prophet. And so Jeremiah, we think about him, he was really a doom and gloom preacher. And part of it was because the people really just were not listening. They weren't following God and obeying him. We also found out last time that things actually improve where people turn to God. But Judah was very, very comfortable. They had seen God work in the past, and there was not much constraining them to repent of their sin. In Jeremiah chapters 11 through 20, which is where we find this passage of Scripture in Jeremiah 17, but these chapters, Jeremiah 11 through 20, um, we know that we're past where we were last time. We looked at Jeremiah 3, which was the early part of Jeremiah's ministry, and here what we find is that um, he is preaching some more messages, and the people perceive what Jeremiah is saying as being very, very pessimistic. It's negative. It doesn't go along with what they think he should be saying. They hated his preaching. And by the way, they hated his preaching so much they tried to arrest him. They tried to kill him. The people, they really wanted positive, uplifting stuff. They didn't want Jeremiah's message to be preached to them. And they were only hearing one side of the message. Jeremiah preached and illustrated their sin to them. And we think about how he did that. He showed it to them with the illustration. If you read through Jer- these chapters, uh, you'll find that he hid a girl in the ground for many days. Then he pulled it out and it was full of holes. And basically with that linen girdle, he God used it to illustrate that Israel was good for nothing. And God used it to show how good Judah was, basically good for nothing. And how would you like to be called that, good for nothing? And some of you may have been called that before. It's, it's not a comfortable experience when somebody calls you good for nothing. Well, Jeremiah preached through uh, a later experience, uh, through a potter's wheel. And there at the potter's wheel, clay was being shaped. And as the potter was making and shaping the clay, the clay suddenly fell out of shape. So what did the potter do? He started back over again. And Judah, God was trying to say, was like the clay. And God was shaping them, but Judah did not want to be shaped. So the clay, guess what it was doing? It was rebelling. So how would you like that to be, to be said of you? Where essentially God was saying, I can't do anything with you. Well, Jeremiah woke tried to wake them up from the lies of other false prophets who were preaching, but the people wanted their ease. So Jeremiah reminded the people that their worship of God was empty, and they had stopped living in a way that sets them apart from the rest of the world as being God's people. And so Jeremiah shared how God was going to let them be destroyed. Now, that's not very positive preaching. 
as preachers get around today and say, hey, if our country keeps turning away from God, we're going to end up in the same trash heap of history that so many other uh, countries have gotten, uh, fallen into. Well, that's not very popular today. But in the midst of the terrible things that Jeremiah was preaching, we see God's repeated reminders of things that he told them before the problems got so bad. I'll remind you about this principle, and I, I like this principle. Sometimes I say it often. So don't doubt in the dark what God shows you in the light. Way before all the problems, I want you to know this, that God had made promises to Israel and subsequently to Judah. And these are promises that we find for God's people. And so now that they are seeing the results of their decisions and the things that are going to come, which was really, really bad stuff, well, think about this. The message's tone has changed, but I want to remind you of this. The heart of God had not changed. So I want you to think about these verses. We're here in Jeremiah 17, kind of setting the foundation for that just a little bit. Here, more the middle part of Jeremiah's ministry. Here's what he says. He says, blessed is the man, Jeremiah 17, 7, blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. Now, that may not sound initially like another passage, but let me read the next verse to you, and it may start to become a little bit more apparent what it is that Jeremiah is referencing. He says in verse 8, For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters, and that spreadeth out her roots by the river, and shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaves shall be green, and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. The heart is deceitful above all things, and desperately wicked, who can know it? So what was Jeremiah doing? He was alluding back to the promises of God. He is referring back to the very first psalm of David. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. He describes then how it is that the man who is blessed, what does he do? He delights in the law of God. Then he describes that man as being a tree that's planted by the rivers of water, and God produces fruit through his life. So understand that in the midst of the darkness and the doom and the gloom that Jeremiah was preaching, that God's heart for God's people has not changed one little bit. There's so much in there. Blessed is the man. Let me ask you this question. Are you trusting God? The fact is, is that we like to worry. We like to hold on to problems. Let me encourage you, come back and trust God. We think of that song that so many times Christians sings, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus's blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. Well, I want to remind you, we think about that verse in Jeremiah 17, 7. What does it say again? It reminds us, blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord, in whose hope the Lord is. Let God be your hope. Well, next time, I'll probably, I might give you a little bit more history, uh, but certainly I'm going, to give, I'm going to give you some hope that's coming your way to encourage you, because there is hope. So don't let the world tell you that there isn't hope. Well, thank you so much, friends, for listening. I look forward to being back with you this next week to bring a little bit more hope your way. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you've been encouraged by I Hope, why not share it with a friend or leave us a review? Until next week, God bless.